Blog Talk Radio. One source for knowledge in the information age. High frequency radio network. Oh, 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 
pulled out of my mind Feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line
<laughs> I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. This is the Foundation, and we are High Frequency. I'd like to thank y'all for coming out this evening to the foundation where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So as always, we are looking to apply that correct information correctly. I would like to start off by saying all thanks, honors, praises. Due to the Creator and our ancestors, for without them we would not be here. I want to say peace, big up, salute, shout out to big brother of mine, Uncle Yusufel. I call him the uncle of the conscious community. You call him whatever you want, as long as it's Yusufel. <laughs> High frequency radio network creator, extraordinary brother. SPCUniversity.PrivateSideSolutions.com If you're looking to do your status correction business So, you know, as always, man, check out Check out the brother, check out what he's doing Big up, shout out to Yusuf L I would like to welcome you, as always, to check out Welcome to TheFoundation.com Sign up for the email list We about to be giving away some more silver it's free money. Well, it's not free. You're going to have to do something. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm saying? But yeah, sign up for the email list for that exclusive content and those exclusive offers. And while you are there at welcome to the foundation.com, check out the PDF section for the free, not for the fee. Grab and go. You know, you know, hey, just, you know, get your free learn on. And then, you know, if you so desire, you can come back to welcome to the foundation.com. Check out the education tab. You can find the foundation trust primer over 18 documents hand selected by yours truly. If you, you know, there's over 80 different types of trust. If you like, man, what? Yeah, I would suggest you start there. And then after you grab that trust primer, I suggest you mosey on to the next offering over there at welcome to the foundation.com in the education tab it is the foundation trust series part one part two part three we got supreme court case law we got you know dictionary law dictionary definitions internal revenue code we break it down point by point what type of structure we utilize and what you learn in trustee training here at the foundation it's a powerpoint presentation so if you're audio visual you might you might enjoy it. People say they they really they really learn from that trust series, you know. So I appreciate that. You know, put some work into those. Put some work into those. And then you know, check it out. If you're interested in obtaining the passport without the social, over there on the education tab, you can find the passport no social part one part two. Part two was AKA Shaking Bake Layup. The brother Chris L came through and blessed the foundation, blessed the audience with regards to those 
presentations. You know, shout out to Chris L. But you know, Passport Part One. He says that's how you obtain it. Part two is how you use it. You can find that at the Education tab. Welcome to the Foundation.com. You can also find the Facebook page, the Twitter page, the Instagram page, if you so desire. And last but not least, you can book a consultation as well as make a donation if you so choose, all at the same spot. I'll say it one more time. That's welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners, all the live listeners, all the live callers, the live internet listeners. Peace. I want to say peace to all the archive listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners. I don't care how you listen to the show. I appreciate you checking out the show. I want to say peace to you. Peace to all the trustees in private trustee training here at the foundation, as well as all of those of you who are investing in your private education. I also want to say peace to anyone we have done business with in the private via consultation or otherwise. Anyone who sent an email, well wishes, or current event or otherwise added to the foundation. I want to say peace to y'all today. On the show, we are going to discuss. I said discuss, didn't I? Discuss the top three ways to participate in the current wealth transfer. It's happening right now. I don't know if you've been paying attention. If you if you have been paying attention, you noticed it. If you have not been paying attention, you probably noticed it as well. It's going down. But first, you know how we do. We're going to jump into these current events. Definitely. I do want to invite y'all to check out the foundation on Clubhouse. We've been doing Let's Talk Tuesdays with the sister Christina on Clubhouse every Tuesday evening. And, you know, I, I suggest that you, you know, do your dance mosey on over. They have released the Android application of Clubhouse. You can find it in the Google Play Store. So, you know, they did that because, you know, signups have plummeted. People stopped downloading the joint. You know, they, they hit they they hit the ceiling. So they definitely released that Android app for Clubhouse. We are on there every Tuesday evening, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Pacific. I think it's 6 Mountain Time. But, I, you know, I, I ride through the mountains, man. I don't stay too long, bro. You know what I'm saying? You got mountain men. I'm just playing. I mean, there might be mountain men, but, you know, hey, I'm in a good mood, y'all. So, yeah, and also, I suggest that you check out the Discord server. We got a Discord server, got information on there for the free, not for the fee, you know, and we also, you know, it's the community. The community's getting together over there on Discord, and I think it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. You know, uh, I try to stay as active as possible. People ask questions, but... You know, there's there's trustees and trustee training that are answering questions, you know, because they're well-versed. They study, they do their dance. And I think it's just a great spot for us to, you know, to, you know, to, to get together and, uh, you know, mingle. Even if you are not single, we can get over there on that Discord server. So, you know, hey, we're going to jump into these current events before we get to the top three ways to participate in the current wealth transfer things are getting crazy check this out i mean this is this is crazy i mean I'm, and i'm gonna talk about this um first and foremost because i don't know if you're paying attention to silver 
you know, you got there's an element of of retail investors, retail buyers. Basically, when you say retail, they're talking about us, you know, that are trying to do a great silver squeeze. I don't know if you've heard of it. And back in March is really when it kicked off. And it just so happens that, you know, uh, where am I at? Kitco.com, K-I-T-C-O. For some reason, Reuters.com, now they want you to log in, make an account and something. I'm cool. I ain't doing all that. They tracking, you ain't tracking, the, you know, not tracking the soap. So unfortunately, probably not going to be using Reuters any longer. I know you're sad. You're weeping. It's cool. We're still going to get the same current events just from different sources. So kitco.com, and this is the website I get the spot prices for gold and silver, you know, platinum, palladium, rhodium, copper, zinc, you know, get the spot prices from them. It's very, very accurate. So I guess it goes without saying that I like this. I like the site. I like Kitco. They're really cool, but check it out. At the height, well, not the height, maybe not the height, but it was definitely definitely the beginning push of the silver squeeze we got news releasing from back in march accounting errors they're calling it an accounting error if you haven't heard of this i mean i suggest you look into this because this is you know the manipulation of the precious metals market is is not even to be questioned at this point we got uh what is it jp morgan was fined almost a billion dollars for, quote, spoofing the precious metals markets or the futures markets for precious metals, which, you know, definitely affects the prices of precious metals. They're trying, you know, it's in their best interest to keep the prices of precious metals as low as possible. And I suggest you do your research. But accounting errors, I don't believe it was an error. I think it was absolutely on purpose, but I think they're trying to get ahead of what's, what's about to pop off. A bunch of information is going to come out as far as how this is just, you know, a, a bunch of, you know, excuse excuse my English, but crap. Accounting errors causes London Bullion Market Association to overstate their silver holding by 3,300, you ready, tons during March silver squeeze. What? 3,300 tons? It, how do you make an error that large? An accounting error in the silver market made the London Bullion Market Association I'm sorry, made by the London Bullion Market Association comes at a difficult time for the precious metals as investors are trying to gauge how much supply is actually in the marketplace. What was that? Yesterday? The LBMA confirmed it made a reporting error in the amount of physical silver held in the London vaults. According to the recent report, the LBMA overstated London vault silver holdings by 3,300 tons, not ounces, not pounds, not kilos, tons, baby. This is when the market saw unprecedented demand for the physical precious Metal quote, a data submission error led to the publication of an incorrect aggregate figure for the total silver held in the London vaults in March. The corrected figure is 1,143,194 
troy ounces it was previously reported that at the end of april 2021 there were 1,153,154 troy ounces of silver held in london vaults this is representing an increase of almost a full nine percent this is crazy Looking at the numbers in detail, 3,300 tons is 96,251,100 troy ounces, which is a pretty significant data submission error. According to some analysts, with tens of thousands of tons of fractionally held gold and silver cleared every year in the London market, transparency is vital. I suggest y'all look into that. You know, and this is obviously going to tie in to the wealth transfer. Absolutely. It's happening right now. Moving forward, CNBC new batch of $1,400 stimmy checks includes a plus up and first time payments. New batch of $1,400 stimulus checks has been issued to Americans bringing the total number of payments sent to about $165 million or $388 billion. This marks the ninth set of payments since the $1,400 stimulus checks were authorized by Congress in March. The checks are for up to $1,400 per adult based on certain income thresholds and other requirements, as well as $1,400 per dependent. The new batch included more than 960,000 payments, representing more than one point eight billion dollars fiat about 500,000 of those payments were made via direct deposit while the rest were via paper chizek the payments included about 460,000 quote plus up end quote payments worth more than 800 million to people who were due additional money once the irs processed their 2020 tax returns it also included more than 500,000 checks representing more than $1 billion to people who the IRS did not previously have on record and who recently filed tax returns. Uh, I'm going to stop there. You're not going to get me because I'm cool. Uh, what is this? NBC News. U.S. economy added just 266,000 jobs last month versus estimates for one million or higher. One should never take one month data as an underlying trend, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said. Of course she said that. By widespread forecast that the number would top one million two hundred and sixty thousand is a is a boo-boo. The unemployment rate rose from six percent to six point one percent, contrary to expectations, but still down from the historic peak of 14.8% last April, the highest level since the Great Depression. I mean, come on, man. They locked down the whole economy. I'm not trying to hear that. The highly anticipated report was expected to show strong payroll growth, with some analysts even predicting job gains beyond the $2 million mark. Oh, yeah, okay. After widespread poke pokes have spurred Americans to dine out, take poke pokes and venture out to stores after months of restrictive measures quote starting up an economy after a panorama is going to be a bumpy process 
Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen at you for no reason, said last Friday afternoon at a White House press briefing, she cited shortages in semiconductor chips and lumber, but pushed back on any notion that the lackluster headline jobs number represented anything other than progress. Quote, I've watched data for a long time. I know that it is extremely volatile. One should never take one month's data as an underlying trend, end quote. Other economists were less sanguine, quote, this might be one of the most disappointing jobs reports of all time, end quote. This is Nick Bunker, economic research director at Indeed Hiring Lab, who went on to say the labor market needs to gain 8,200,000 jobs to put the U.S. back where it was pre-panorama not accounting for the jobs that would have been created if the panorama never happened. Every month, job gains don't accelerate, puts the United States further behind, end quote, widespread pokes have been powering a return to normalcy, allegedly, with more than 107 million people in the U.S. now fully poked, according to data tracking by NBC News. That has led to consumer confidence that is propelling the spending surge at stores, bars, and restaurants as they increase capacity. I think it's the stimulus that's propelling, but hey, whatever. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said today that the United States could be through the worst of the panorama by July if pokes continue at high rates and people wear masks and physically distance when necessary. We're still digging out of an economic collapse that could cost us 22 million jobs. President Joe Biden said, Biden, I'm going to call him Biden. When asked if enhanced unemployment benefits were keeping workers home, Biden said, no, nothing measurable. This was at a White House news conference last Friday. Other economists say special Panorama payments have been necessary to keep food on the table for workers who have to stay home to help their children with remote schooling or assuage lingering concerns about contracting the blah, blah. Overall, around 16 million people are still claiming unemployment benefits and 12 million of those unemployed workers are on federal panorama emergency programs, which expire in in September. Quote. The healing of the job market, including reduction of unemployed and those seeking and receiving jobless aid, is as important and an economic thread as any being monitored amid the reopening, I'm sorry, reopening story. End quote. This is Mark Hamrick, senior economic analyst at Bankrate, who went on to say, yes, there's a great deal of uncertainty associated with all of this, but that must be viewed within the context of improvement overall. End quote. I don't believe you. CNBC April's expected hiring boom goes bust as non farm payroll gain falls well short of estimates. And we'll just leave that headline right there. CNBC Dow tumbles 680 points in worst decline since January as hot inflation reading spooks investors. Are you spooked? 
I'm spooked. I'm, I'm, I'm spooked. U.S. stocks declined sharply today as hotter than expected inflation data triggered massive selling, especially in technology shares. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 681 and a half points or 2% down to 33,587 points, posting its worst day since January. The blue chip benchmark tumbled as much as 713 points at its session low. The S&P 500 lost 2.1% down to 4,063 for its biggest drop since February while the tech-heavy NASDAQ composite slid 2.7%, bringing its weekly decline to more than 5%. Inflation accelerated at its fastest pace since 2008 last month, with the consumer price index spiking to 4.2% from a year ago compared to the Dow Jones estimate of only a 3.6% increase Ouch, ouch. Excluding volatile food and energy prices, the core CPI increased 3%. How are you going to exclude food and energy from the consumer price index? Y'all got to know that this, yo, the way they do these numbers is, is, you know, questionable to say the least. Quote, investors who may have been looking for a reason to lighten up on a stock market that was up more than 10%. Year to date found a good reason rising inflation. End quote. This is Chris Hussey. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. I like that. I like that last name, Hussey. Imagine a managing director at Goldman Sachs said in a note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Investors were looking for a reason to sell their stocks. Yeah, I'm always looking for a reason to sell to sell my investments. I mean, look at the language, y'all. Investors have been fearful of a pickup in inflation as it could squeeze margins and erode corporate profits. If price pressures run too hot for a sustained period, the Federal Reserve would be forced to tighten monetary policy, i.e. raise interest rates, which is going to be a big no-no. Quote, there are people who think the Fed is not just behind the curve. They're maybe missing the point. And by the time they start to play catch-up, it's too late. End quote. This is Wall Street veteran art. Cash in. That's a nice last name. Cash in. Tech shares, which have been under pressure this week and this month, led the decline again today as bond yields jumped. Shares of Microsoft, Netflix, Amazon, and Apple fell more than 2%, while Tesla slid over 4%. Alphabet dropped more than 3%. I'm just going to let y'all know Tesla slid 4% because they announced that they would no longer accept Bitcoin. The Bitcoin. You got some Bitcoin? I got some Bitcoin. I got it stuck in my teeth. Strength in energy shares, which could do well in an inflationary environment, provided the broader market with some cushion. Occidental Petroleum climbed 2.4%. Chevron and Marathon oil gained slightly because of the pipeline shut down. It got his act. There was a his act. Uh, moving forward, we got Yahoo News. Man, I kind of miss Reuters. Fed officials sift through tea leaves of weak U.S. jobs reports. Tea leaves. I'm sifting. Federal Reserve officials grappled with April's surprisingly weak employment growth. Maintaining faith in the U.S. economic rebound, but acknowledging the pace of the jobs recovery may prove choppier than anticipated. 
In contrast, the low number of jobs created in April, job openings as of the end of March hit record lows. Quote, what the data suggests and what I hear anecdotally is that labor demand and labor supply are both on the path to recovery, but they are recovering at different paces and there may be friction. End quote. This is Federal Reserve Governor Lyle Brainerd, Lyle, Lyle, Bernard, told the Society for Advancing Business Writing and Editing, who went on to say there are still concerns over contracting the blah, blah, the need to take public transportation, and so on and so forth. I do expect to see good improvement on people wanting to go back to work and able to work, Bernard, Bernard said. We are just seeing it in fits and starts. A fact, she said, validated the U.S. Central Bank's patient promise to leave crisis-level interest rates and bond buying in place until the recovery is more complete. Ouch face, ouch neck, ouch shoulders. Moving forward, MSN Monday. Money. I said Monday? No, that's not what I meant. MSN Money via Reuters, traders not betting on a quick U.S. market rebound as tech stocks tumble. It's all bad. I mean, if you looked, I looked at the markets, it was red. It was blood everywhere. Uh, so I grabbed some stuff. I'm, just, I'm, I'm not giving legal advice. The trading advice, I don't give advice. CNBC prices are going up. Here's what inflation means to you. They're just going, these people are going to tell you what it means to you. They don't care what you think. I don't, they don't care. From gas and groceries to computers, cars, and clothing, Americans are already paying more for everyday expenses. As the economy reopens in the wake of the panorama, consumers are putting their stimulus checks, enhanced unemployment benefits, and stashed cash to work. Yet all that spending, coupled with supply chain setbacks, is driving prices higher and decreasing your purchasing power over time. No, what's decreasing your purchasing power, y'all, is that these fools are printing money. Like printing money is going out of style. And let me be correct, printing currency, because you can't print money. Quote, inflation is the cost of an expanding economy, end quote. This is certified financial planner Douglas Boneparth, Bonaparte, president of Bonafide Wealth in New York, Bonaparte. One of those, one of those is how you say it. I'm just gonna, I be, you know, I don't like to, you know, hey, I try, I try, you know, y'all, y'all know I try. I try to pronounce people's, you know, people's nombre, your nombre. Last month, inflation accelerated at its fastest pace in more than 12 years. 12 years, player. As the economic recovery kicked into gear, the Labor Department said today Americans' expectations for inflation over the next few years also hit its highest level in nearly a decade, according to another report by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. How inflation affects you? For the average consumer, some inflation isn't necessarily bad. What? Yo, blasphemy. Particularly compared with last year when the panorama crisis caused a widespread shutdown of the U.S. economy, quote, price rebounds coming out of a recession is normal, 
end quote. This is Greg McBride, chief financial analyst at Bankrate.com. Don't believe him. I don't believe him. You can believe what you want. Many households are well-equipped to weather those rising costs. Are you, are you well-equipped to, to pay more money for the same things? Although the diverging nature of the recovery has left others facing long-term unemployment, possible eviction, and food insecurity. But no, everyone's well-equipped. You know, the equipment is, is, is sitting over there. It's on the wall, just waiting, waiting for this. For homeowners, the best way to hedge against inflation and create some breathing room in your budget is to refinance your mortgage. If you haven't already, yeah, yeah, go into more debt. Just why not? Quote, locking in the biggest payment in your household budget and cementing that at a time when prices are rising is pretty compelling, end quote. <laughs> Man, don't, I, don't do any of this. I'm just reading this because this is absolutely crazy to me what these people are saying. With mortgage rates near historic lows, households may even be able to cut their payments by $100 to $200 a month. But you'll re-extend your mortgage to another 30 years. If you don't own a home, there are other opportunities to refinance high-interest debt. How do I do that? Lower interest rates on everything from credit card annual percentage rates to personal loans can be a great tool for consolidating and reducing monthly expenses. How do I get approved for a loan if I am unemployed, player? Don't they do a verification of, of employment, of income? Huh? Retirement plans at risk for retirees. There are additional risks to rising prices because older Americans often live on a fixed budget. Having to absorb those higher costs can hit them harder. Further, they're not only paying for escalating food costs, housing, and cars, but also hefty medical expenses, particularly amid the panorama. Quote, now all of a sudden, the money they have for their livelihood will be stressed further, end quote, Bonaparte said to maintain your purchasing power, determine the right assets for your risk tolerance, considering your income, expenses, and your time horizon. If inflation is above what you're earning in treasuries, that part of your portfolio loses buying power. But there are other investments that make up for it, Bonaparte said. For example, consider a mix of commodities, treasury, inflation-protected securities, and equities to offer some security. Man, look, I'm done. I'm done. These fools are clowning. Clowning. Let me say nothing about, wow. Wow. Yahoo Finance, U.S. Consumer Prices, post-largest gain since 2009 as inflation ramps up. Wow. U.S. consumer prices increased by most in nearly 12 years in April as the booming demand amid a reopening economy pushed against supply constraints, which could add fuel to financial market fears of a lengthy period of higher inflation. I'm just going to tell y'all, it's not because of the demand. It's because they are printing currency. You have more and more currency units. Chasing the same goods and services. That's what's going to happen. The prices are going to increase. The reverse side of inflation is deflation of the value of currency. But uh, y'all can believe what you want. I'm going to move forward. Nasdaq.com, Wall Street drops as strong inflation data fuels rate hike bets. Nasdaq.com, U.S. stocks Wall Street closes sharply lower 
as inflation fears heat up. What we got? Reuters via MSN money pipeline outage causes U.S. gasoline supply crunch and panic buying. If y'all are on the East Coast, Southeast Coast, I'm really interested to know if you have access to the Discord server, please jump in the server and tell me, are you seeing increases in gas prices? They got a lot of pictures on here with, you know, gas stations closed, really long lines. Reuters gas stations from Florida to Virginia began running dry and prices at the pump rose yesterday as a shutdown of the biggest U.S. fuel pipeline by hackers extended into a fifth day and sparked panic buying by motorists. The administration of U.S. President Joe Biden projected that the colonial pipeline source of nearly half the fuel supply on the U.S. East Coast would start in a few days and urged drivers not to top up their tanks. Don't worry about it. Don't top up your tank. Y'all give me give me a second. Please, one second. I'll be right back. asking people not to hoard U.S. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm told reporters at the White House things will be back to normal soon Colonial was shut on Friday after hackers launched a ransomware attack effectively locking up its computer systems and demanding payment to release them the company said it's making progress and hopes to restart a substantial portion of operations by week's end the company said it had taken delivery of an additional two million barrels from refineries for deployment upon the restart i'm just gonna tell y'all y'all you know and i said this before and i've had people hit me up and say yo so you said this was gonna happen You're going to see more and more cyber hacks. You're going to see more and more cyber threats, lots of stuff from from energy to banks. You're just going to see it. And I suggest y'all, you know, with your bank with your bank accounts, whether they're personal accounts or trust accounts, keep them thin. You know, I would just keep enough currency in these accounts as is necessary to pay weekly or monthly bills because you're going to see an uptick in cyber crimes, period. Hands down. Mark my words. Moving forward. The Fed says it won't hike interest rates yet, but as the economy heats up, borrowers fear the clock is ticking. The Fed will reiterate their belief that increases in inflation will prove to be transitory. While economic growth is rebounding very forcefully, the labor market will take longer to return to pre-panorama levels, and that is what the Fed will focus on. This is Greg McBride, Chief Financial Analyst at Bankrate 
I'm just going to let y'all know, they raise these interest rates, it's going to crash the markets. CNBC News, U.S. economy added 200, I already said that, not enough jobs, just how about that? CDC says, and yo, I don't usually talk about this, but I think people need to know, the Center for Disease Control says that 28 blood clot cases and three deaths may be linked to the Johnson & Johnson poke poke. CDC scientists say their investigation into a rare blood clotting issue linked to the Johnson & Johnson poke poke has identified 28 people who have developed the potentially life-threatening blockages, three of whom have died. The Food and Drug Administration and Centers for Disease Control and Prevention asked states to temporarily halt using Johnson and Johnson poke pokes, quote, out of an abundance of caution, end quote, while it investigated six women ages 18 to 48 who developed cerebral venous sinus thrombosis, or CVST, in combination with Low blood platelets within about two weeks of receiving the poke poke, they recommended resuming use of the shot 10 days later after the CDC determined that the benefits of the poke pokes outweighed their risks. CDC official, official Dr. Tom Shimabukuro, Shimabukuro, Dr. Tom Shimabukuro said today that four of the 28 people with the a certain form of thrombosis with thrombocytopenia wow man remained in the hospital as of May 7th one of whom was in the intensive care unit and two have been discharged to a post acute care facility the remaining 19 patients have all been discharged he said during a presentation to the CDC's advisory committee on immunization practices the panel voted earlier in the day to recommend the Pfizer poke poke for the use for 12 to 15 year olds. Uh, how about a strong no? How about a negatory? That's a that's a negation. Negation. New York Times mysterious ailments are said to be more widespread among U.S. personnel. This is something I'm watching. Uh. I heard about this in Cuba a couple of years ago. I'm paying, I'm paying close attention to this. Mysterious episodes that cause brain injuries in spies, diplomats, soldiers, and other U.S. personnel overseas starting five years ago now number more than 130 people, far more than previous, previously known, according to current and formal officials. I'm sorry, former officials. The number of cases within the CIA, the State Department, the Defense Department, and elsewhere elsewhere spurred broad concern. In the Biden administration, the initially publicly confirmed cases were concentrated in China and Cuba and numbered about 60, not including a group of injured CIA officers whose total is not public. The new total adds cases from Europe and elsewhere in Asia and reflects efforts by the administration to more thoroughly review other incidents amid concern over a spate of them in a recent month since December. At least three CIA officers have reported serious health effects from episodes overseas. One, 
occurred within the past two weeks and all have required the officers to undergo outpatient treatment at Walker Reed National Military Medical Center or other facilities. And in one case in 2019 that has not previously been reported, a military officer serving overseas pulled his vehicle into an intersection, then was overcome by nausea and headaches, according to four current and former officials briefed on the events. His two-year-old son sitting in the back seat began crying after the officer pulled away from the intersection. His nausea stopped and the child stopped crying. Both received medical attention from the government, though it is not clear whether they suffered long-term debilitating effects. Officials suspect the officer may have been targeted. The episode upset officials in both the Trump and Biden administrations, prompting them to investigate further. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Leave it at that. But I'm watching this and I'm, I'm would not be surprised if this was blamed on China or Russia and paying close attention to this right here. By the way, CNBC reports that gold hovers near a three-month peak after weak U.S. data. Gold held firm near a three-month high after last week's miss on U.S. job growth numbers weighed on the dollar and bolstered expectations that interest rates will remain low. Quote, the disappointing U.S. Job number ultimately catalyzed a round of algorithmic short covering and quote, this is TD Securities Commodity Strategist Daniel Ghali, also supporting the precious metal was the return of discretionary capital flowing into gold alongside strong physical demand from China and India last month prior to the Indian lockdowns, Ghali added. U.S. non-farm payrolls data on Friday showed jobs growth unexpectedly slowed. Quote, what is missing from the recent rise in prices and would be required to revive the rally is the participation of safe haven seekers. End quote. This is Julius Baer, analyst, Karsten Mankey. So, yeah, you know, whenever, whenever I see, traditionally, when I see, you know, pressure on the dollar, Downward pressure on the dollar and other currencies, you're going to see upward pressure on gold and typically silver. Tech, this is good news, I think. Yahoo Finance via Reuters.com. Tech giants join call for funding U.S. chip production. Some of the world's biggest chip buyers, including Apple Incorporated, Microsoft Corporation, and Alphabet Incorporation's Google are joining top chip makers such as Intel to create new lobbying groups to press for government chip manufacturing subsidies. The new, the newly formed Semiconductors in America Coalition, which also includes Amazon, and said Tuesday it has asked U.S. lawmakers to provide funding for the Chips for America Act, for which President Joe Biden has asked Congress to provide $50 billion, quote, robust funding of the Chips Act would help America build the additional capacity necessary to have more resilient supply chains to ensure critical technologies will be there when we need them, end quote. The group said in a letter to Democratic and Republican leaders in both houses of the U.S. Congress, a global chip shortage has hit automakers hard with Ford Motor Company saying it could have could have, sorry, second quarter production. Quote, governments should refrain from intervening as industry works to correct the current supply demand, blah, blah, blah. 
blah blah blah. I just think this this will be positive because it could definitely bring you know uh, technological manufacturing jobs you know back to America, which is going to provide more jobs for you know Americans. I think you know that's good news. You know, hey, a lot of a lot of jobs were outsourced in the 80s and 90s to different countries. And what we got, last but not least, what is this, Bloomberg, record surge in used car prices is key culprit in inflation jump. An unprecedented surge in prices for used cars was the biggest contributor to the surprise jump in U.S. inflation last month. The cost of previously owned sedans, pickups, and sport utility vehicles soared 10% in April. According to the Bureau of Labor, it's the fastest climb ever in data that go back to 1953. It accounted for more than a third of the increase in consumer price index, which was four times the level economists estimated. With fewer new cars being made amid a shortage in critical semiconductors, both retail consumers and rental car companies have gone to the used vehicle market to get the wheels they need. Wholesale prices have soared as a result, up 54% in April from a year earlier. At Mannheim, the the nation's largest vehicle auction house. Get this out of here. What happened? Pop-ups, man. Mad pop-ups. And that is it for current events, y'all. Appreciate y'all. It was a lot. I know it was a lot. I appreciate y'all, you know, being patient. You know, patience is a virtue. But let's get into the show. Welcome to the foundation. Top three ways to participate in the current wealth transfer. I know you're interested. I know you want to know. I got them for you. We got them. So. Most people say, you know, so I've heard you speak on the wealth transfer before. Um, You know, I'm interested to understand what that means. Uh, There's there's many wealth transfers. There's large wealth transfers. The the many ones typically happen every 7 to 11 years. The larger ones, you know, they take a little more time, you know, 25, 50 years, so on and so forth. It is my guesstimation that we are at a large wealth transfer that's happening here in the United States of America as well as all over the world. And what that means is, is, you know, wealth does not disappear. What it does is it just moves from one area to another, from one class from one economic class to another. And people will say, oh, you know, I I lost all my money. Well, you didn't lose it. It just, it went somewhere else. It went away. It, it, It fled the vicinity. The hallmark of large, what I, what I consider large wealth transfers or transfers of wealth is inflation. Now, I am not a lawyer. I am not an economist. 
I'm not giving trading advice. I'm got not giving legal advice. This is for informational, educational, possibly entertainment purposes only. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not none of these, none of these dances. I'm just, you know, I'm just a humble servant who likes to seek out truth. But you can research wealth transfers mini wealth transfers, large wealth transfers, I suggest you do so. You will definitely learn something. So what's happening right now? Well, we have a lot of things happening right now. Um, One of the biggest things that's happening right now is we have the World Economic Forum calling for a new Bretton Woods agreement. We have a lot of competition against the the dollar as the world reserve currency. We have a lot of homelessness. We have a lot of joblessness. And there is a cataclysmic amount of stimulus in major economies, not just the United States. Cataclysmic. Why do I say cataclysmic? What does monetary printing do to prices? The best way that I can explain it is I did earlier. You have more notes or, quote, dollars chasing the same goods and services. It's, it's, it's bound to increase prices. Not only that, we have supply chain bottlenecks. That you know, there was a large container ship in the Suez Canal that just went sideways and got stuck. You got hackers hacking pipelines. You have entire economies being stalled and shut down due to the panorama. A lot of things are restarting, but it takes a lot of time to get back on track with regards to production of goods and offerings of services. So what does that mean? And on top of that, you have the government, this this government or the alleged government of the United States printing currency like running water down the Mississippi. Down the Nile River, down the Tigris, the Euphrates, whatever, man. Look, inflation is horrible, absolutely horrible. And the reason is, is bottom line, what these Federal Reserve notes, this currency, this, quote, money represents is your labor. And as the currency inflates, the value of the currency you hold diminishes, which which means it takes more of your currency notes to buy or purchase the same goods and services. Ultimately, is reducing the purchasing power of the medium of exchange. that you exchanged your labor for. 
your labor, whatever you did, if you built a skyscraper, if you fashioned a dress, if you delivered a truckload of products, your labor still created said value and you received a certain amount of dollars or currency. Now, for the same skyscraper that you built or for the same dress that you fashioned or for the same truckload of goods that you delivered, today it costs more currency for the same thing. So this is called inflation. You can research the Weimar Republic, Zimbabwe, because these diff- these countries, there's there's a lot. I think there's 62 different currencies when I was doing research that hyperinflated to zero, which means the currency notes were worthless after a certain amount of time. <clears throat> and this this is this is how people lose everything how people lose their homes how people you know um lose their businesses how people relationships suffer and the loss of of property the loss of personal property real estate the loss of you know tangible assets are absolutely enormous That's, uh, I would say, mostly avoidable if you know what to do. If you can recognize the signs of what's happening and you know how to hedge against inflation. Now, not only can you protect the purchasing power of your money, but you can also potentially participate in the wealth transfer so that after this this economic event you come out you and your family emerge on the other side wealthier or with more of a net worth than you had when you entered the crisis now make no mistake that we're we're in a crisis and it's a worldwide crisis and a lot of people aren't recognizing what's happening yet. But there's some people that are. And once this really starts getting underway, it's 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 as though a cat has been let out the bag and you're going to get scratched up and bit up trying to get that cat back in the bag, player. So what I want to share with you is my personal, you know, this is not legal advice, this is not trading advice, this is not financial advice. This is my personal top three ways to participate in the current wealth transfer. And, you know, I suggest that you do your own research. I suggest that you you think about the things that I'm I'm speaking on, the concept that I'm attempting to convey with regards to inflation, what it does to your purchasing power of your currency, how basically the same amount of goods, a, a basket 
of goods from the grocery store that you could get five years ago for a hundred dollars, you are not going to be able to do get the same amount of goods for a hundred dollars today. It's not going to happen. It's impossible. And that's the result of inflating the currency. Now, what's happened right now is a massive inflation of the currency due to money printing or currency printing. And it's just going to continue. I don't see it stopping anytime soon. The, the Federal Reserve Bank, which is the, the, the central bank of the United States, has very few, to, few tools. And they'll say, we have tools and blah, blah, blah. And, they, you know, they speak. The rhetoric is crazy. It's absolutely crazy the things that they say in the public and expect people to believe. And most people do believe them. You know, they, they're wearing a suit. They're on TV. Why, why wouldn't you believe them? I don't believe them at all. At all. But the only, in my research, the only tool that they have to battle inflation is to raise interest rates. Now, raising interest rates is going to be catastrophic to those who have just recently come out of the panorama, maybe didn't have a job or something like that, and have a lot of credit card debt, personal debt. Because when they raise the rates, the rates on your credit card debt is going to go up. And man, it's going to push a lot of people under. When they raise the rates, some of these mortgage mortgage companies may pass it on unless you have a fixed rate. But as the currency weakens, they have protections within those mortgage contracts that can cause you ultimately to lose your home. And these fools in the current events is encouraging people to refinance their homes. It's, 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 to me, it's almost despicable. It is despicable. It's crazy. So I'm going to get to it. You know, the three ways to participate in current wealth transfer, and there's a bonus, of course. I'm going to give you all some bonuses. But number one is silver and gold. Acquiring gold and silver, but I'm going to say silver and gold because silver is ridiculously undervalued at its current price. Even with the premiums, whatever, I grabbed some yesterday, I grabbed some today. I'm, man, look, I'm not playing. I don't think you should either. What it does as the currency inflates and it, it requires more currency units to purchase the same goods and services silver and gold will protect the purchasing power if you convert these currency notes into silver convert them into gold as the we go into this inflation the the price in currency notes in dollars of silver and gold is going to increase which is a hedge against the inflation of the currency. The wealthy in this country don't save in dollars. We save in gold and silver. And the way I look at it is silver and gold is insurance for your paper money. You know, we have car insurance, homeowners insurance, health insurance. We got insurance for all types of things. But silver and gold is insurance 
for your paper money. I don't look at silver and gold as investments. I don't look at them as get rich quick things. I don't. I really don't. But hit hyperinflation and, you know, the exponential increase in value of precious metals, it may be advantageous at one point to cash out your precious metals and pay off your property. Otherwise, you know, it's it's insurance for your paper money. It's it's private savings, silver and gold, and you know it's real money overall. And they can't you can't the banks can't print silver. They can't print gold. So as I said, it's a hedge against inflation. Silver and gold. If you have uh, savings accounts and you got fiat currency in your savings accounts, you know, a I um. Uh, uh, if you can see my face right now, you know, I'm making the ouch face right now. Ouch face in my neck, my neck. I'm making the ouch face and neck. Because as the value steadily depreciates, uh, you're just, you're just losing value in these notes. I'm just saying. So participating in the wealth transfer, you know, the transfer of wealth is definitely going to hit silver and gold. It always does. So, you know, that's number one. Number one out of three. Number two, this might come as a surprise. But collectible cars, even cars themselves. I read an article where the the average price of a used car has increased over 10%. It's it's, It's basic arithmetic as far as I'm concerned. Basic finance, finance 101. The more currency that's in circulation, the more currency that's chasing the same number of goods and services, and the used car market is on fire right now, absolutely on fire. And there are people who are, you know, slowly selling used cars back into the market and making money. Absolutely making money. But collectible cars, like the older cars, you know, the, the, the 69 Chargers and the 88 Sedan DeVilles and these things, you know, as uh, the population gets older, nostalgia pushes certain people, especially those who have money, to look for the cars that they remember from their youth. Maybe their uncle had a car, their, their dad something like that. And these classic cars, they appreciate in value over time. Now, I specifically say classic cars just because that's typical. But right now, you have all, most used cars are appreciating in value. And I wouldn't go by Kelly Blue Book. I would go by current prices of cars that are similar that are up for sale right now. But bottom line, it's assets, tangible assets that appreciate in value, collectible cars, collectible art. Most people, most of us can't, you know, we can't get our hands on collectible art. It's kind of out, out of our price range. At the same time, what I look like buying a Rembrandt, it's a, it's a painting. Look, look, But those things appreciate in value. They definitely do. It's, it's, typical and widely accepted by the wealthy 
that collectible cars, collectible art, diamonds, emeralds, pearls, these are assets that not only hold their value, but they appreciate in value during times of inflation. So we got number one, silver and gold. I expect that most of y'all already knew that I was going to say silver and gold. Already knew. And I would I would go so far as to say, skip the gold, grab the silver. It's going to be more affordable. And the price is so low, it has further to grow than other asset classes. Most everything else is in a bubble, where silver is far from it. And, um, yeah, gold, platinum, palladium, you know, these, these precious metals. You can't print precious metals. Number two, collectible cars, some used cars, collectible art, you know, diamonds, emeralds, pearls, assets, true assets. Because, you know, the wealthy in this country understand that true wealth is held in tangible assets, not in notes. Not in bonds, not in equities, not in any type of paper-denominated quasi-asset is what I call it, but tangible assets. And I I love the way Robert Kiyosaki put it, you know, an asset puts money in your pocket, a liability takes money out of your pocket. It really puts things into perspective. Number three, this may blow your mind, may blow your mind absolutely that I would even say this because I do not talk about this very much. But one of the ways to participate in the wealth transfer, it has been obvious cryptocurrencies. Not all of them. But I mean, look at Bitcoin. Look at Ethereum. Look at Ripple. Look at Dogecoin. Look at Cardona. Carbone. I don't know. I'm not too well-versed in crypto. I have certain trustees and trustee training that are, that are putting me on the game. And, you know, I'm learning more every every day about cryptocurrencies. I will say that I do, you know, hold crypto. Well, I, I control crypto. I don't own it. You know, the, the trust owns it. But I do control crypto through a trust, and I have seen the increase in value over the last, I don't know, year or so. It's crazy. I can't believe it almost. How much wealth is being pushed into these cryptocurrencies. Now, you got to do your research. That's why I said I'm not giving legal advice, trading advice, financial advice, Nathan. Nathaniel, Nathaniel, Nate, negatory. Nah, nope. I suggest you do your research. I suggest you investigate for yourself. But I cannot discount the fact that you know, cryptocurrencies are going to be a large part of the wealth transfer. The only thing is, is these cryptocurrencies, they can definitely go to zero. Gold and silver is not going to go to zero. Collectible cars will never be worth zero. You know, your diamonds, your emeralds, your pearls, your, you know, it's never going to be zero. Even, even your used cars, they'll never be worth zero. You're always going to be able to get some sort of fiat currency for it. Now, cryptocurrencies, that could potentially go to zero. Now, Bitcoin, is it going to go to zero? I doubt it. Highly doubt it. Ethereum, will it go to zero? I highly doubt it. A lot of people, I know people that's made tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars from cryptocurrency. I know a guy that was getting, he was buying Bitcoin when it was under $300. 
He tried to tell me about it. I basically told him to go around the corner and do his own dance. Didn't listen. And man, I kick myself every time I think about it. Because I, you know, I asked him, I was like, yo, you still got those Bitcoins? He said, yes. <laughs> and just smiled. My man, my man made like quarter of a million dollars. Easy. Just by grab, just by spending like a thousand or more just on Bitcoin. Quarter of a million dollars out of a thousand dollars, man. So yeah, definitely, you know, cryptocurrencies. Now, I'm not talking about central bank digital currencies because those are coming. Those will be heavily regulated. And there's a potential that certain currencies will be outlawed. You might see outflows and decrease in value. But overall, you know, they're, they're going to be a part of the wealth transfer. They already are. And before we get to the bonus, I do want to say we got about a minute left in the broadcast. If you are checking out the show online... You're going to want to call in. The call in number is 563-999-3625. You will be disconnected in about 60 seconds. But if you do call in, you'll be able to listen to the rest of the show because we, we're going to go over. Current events was crazy today. So yeah, just to recap, we got we got silver and gold. I'm gonna say silver first. Silver first. Silver first. The reason why silver is a is a precious metal. It's an industrial metal. It's used in industry. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be very large with regards to you know the the green energy push. You know the electric cars. You know need need, need silver. Uh, it's it's hands down. You know these electric cars are gonna need you know need a lot of silver. So you know I would definitely, definitely say silver, say gold. Also, you know collectible cars, collectible art, gasoline cars. I would suggest some of y'all, you know, gasoline cars. Now you're talking about you know the Toyota Yaris. Maybe though, maybe because Toyotas are relatively good cars reliable but gasoline cars at some point in the near future you know you got a lot of push from governments the United States included that you know they want to be you know have no gasoline cars by 2030 you know they're not they're going to stop selling them y'all they're just going to they're going to stop selling them and those who hang on to their gasoline cars, keep them nice, keep them, you know, keep them looking good and stuff. There's going to come a time when those they're going to be worth a lot because they're no longer going to be produced. Now, there may be statutes and laws passed that are heavily restrictive on the use of gasoline cars, but there's going to be people who are wealthy. That they're not going to care about that. They're not. They're not. And, you know, we're, I think we're entering a time very, very soon where, you know, gasoline-powered, naturally aspirated gasoline engine cars are going to be worth, they're going to be worth something. They're going to be, you know, kind of, they're going to enter the, the classic car era. And if the if the power grid goes down, you know, 
which I definitely see happen happening in the future. I mean, it happened. Y'all saw Texas with that that storm. Some of y'all was in Texas. It was crazy, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was madness. So you know, when 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 the power grid goes down, which which we're gonna be seeing this stuff. It's just, I mean, come on. You know, I'm I'm getting getting acclimated to it. There's going to be people who are happy that they have gasoline cars. Gasoline generators. You know? Those little generators you fill up with gasoline, you can plug in an extension cord and run it into your house and run your your refrigerator. And, you know, plug in your cell phone to, to charge it. Maybe your uh, ham radio. Y'all should look into ham radios. H-A-M radios. And this, I'm not talking about the wealth transfer. I'm talking about, you know, being prepared. Because, you know, this this green push for electric cars and, and non-gasoline devices is going to be very, very hard on the current power systems. And we're, you know, I, I would say that we're going to get used to rolling blackouts. There's going to be hacks, um, ransomware attacks of power systems and power grids. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but I doubt it. So, you know, I think part of the wealth transfer in some ways, shape or form is going to be gasoline powered cars, gasoline powered generators. Now, I can't guarantee that you're going to be able to get your hands on gasoline. And, you know, gasoline doesn't store very well. You know, it does go bad. But, you know, I'm, if, if, you know, there's an issue with the power grid and there's rolling blackouts, you know, that, you know, they turn your power on for six hours and then turn it off for 12 and then turn it back on for six hours. So it doesn't overload the power grid. I mean, I don't think most people are going to care how much gasoline is a gallon as long as you can obtain it and put it in your generator, put it in, you know, your gasoline powered car and be able to do your dance. Now, this is just my speculation. So, number 1, silver. Gold. I would say silver. I would I would I would focus on silver, y'all. I really would. Collectible cars, gasoline cars, collectible art, diamonds, emeralds, pearls, cryptocurrency, absolutely. I wouldn't consider it an asset. I would consider cryptocurrency a currency. Some people say Bitcoin, these digital currencies are assets. I I beg to defer, but are they stores of value? Yes, they are. Now, you had a retreat, a retracement in Bitcoin because Tesla announced that they would no longer be accepting it to for their cars. And, you know, when Elon Musk says something, he said Dogecoin was a scam on Saturday, Saturday Night Live. And, you know, I think... Dogecoin went down 10, 20%. But these things aren't going anywhere. They're not. So, you know, those are the top three. Bonus to participate in the wealth transfer. Of course, invest in your private education. You know, you want to focus on wealth preservation. You want to focus on tax mitigation. You want to focus on asset protection. Please believe these states are going to up their taxes. They're going to charge more taxes, property taxes, sales tax, use tax, highway taxes, 
these, these taxes are going to increase. Mark my words. The only way to go is up. As these states become more and more indebted, lose more and more of their revenue, they're going to hike taxes. So investing in your private education, getting your private estate set up is going to be beneficial with regards to preserving your wealth, your, your estate wealth, your family wealth, mitigating taxation, and protecting assets. And finally, how to participate in the wealth transfer. Start a business that provides a quality good or service. You know, you see the prices of goods and services, foods, all these these things are just going, they're going up, they're increasing. Look at the price of lumber. Go buy some wood, see what happens. See how much, you know, hit that check out, you know, they hit the scan boot, you know what I'm saying? And they say, okay, and they tell you the total and stand there. And try to try to act natural. But those people who are providing these goods and services, they are reaping the benefits. The companies providing goods and services are reaping the benefits on the inflations of the prices. Especially if you if you provide a quality good or service that you have control over the production, the manufacturing. Every wealthy family has either a family business or holdings in business, investments in business. It is not going to change. There's always going to be businesses. Might not always be a stock market. You know, might not always be certain types of governments, but there's always going to be businesses. And the more that you can reduce your dependence on someone else's business for your livelihood to sustain your life, the better off you're going to be hands down. So definitely, I, I highly encourage that you that you inquire with regards to trustee training, you know, and, you know, in trustee training, you know, uh, setting up your business, getting it properly classified on the state and federal level, Establishing business credit, all that stuff's included. It's part of the training. And, you know, I know that you see what's happening. And if you don't necessarily understand what's, what you're seeing, I know that you, in, deep down in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, whatever, in your stomach, you, I know that you know that something isn't right. And typically during these types of events, you know, excess government printing of currencies and stuff like that, most people are unaware of what's happening until it's too late. So I definitely, if you do nothing, if you do nothing, invest in your private education and start purchasing silver. I would suggest that you dollar cost average. And what that means is find an amount that you can afford every week, every two weeks, every month, whatever. $100, $50, $30, whatever, and take that amount and go buy silver regularly on a regular basis. Do it. It's called dollar cost averaging. You don't have to, oh, man, $2,000 every time you go buy silver and gold. Come on, that's, that's silliness. Of course, if you get a windfall, that makes sense. You know, hey, whatever. You get a stimulus check, if it's $1,200, if it's $1,400, I would say minimum take 400 and go buy some silver. 
or take 400 by 200 dollars worth of silver and put 200 into a crypto that you've researched that you've done your due diligence on not some brand new crypto but you know a lot of these a lot of people are making a lot of money off of cryptos they're getting a bunch of coins at a couple pennies and then it hits a dollar and whoa you know you can make a lot of money get 400 coins and it's two pennies a coin or 1,000 coins and it's two pennies a coin and the value of the coins increase to a dollar two dollars five dollars I mean wow you know hey hey but it's called dollar cost averaging don't hurt yourself don't break the bank but do it consistently over time every two weeks every month every week whatever you do and over time you will accumulate a lot of silver you will accumulate a lot of gold you will accumulate a lot of cryptos when people are running around crazy tripping like what am I going to do you will have less anxiety less fear because you know you got tangible you got real assets worst case scenario man I can go sell some of this silver and, and grab some blah blah I can go sell some of this crypto and go, go grab the whoopty the whoopty wop because we need we all need whoopty wops <laughs> I mean whoop, whoopty could be Take out Wookie and put in whatever you need. Food, uh, rent, payments, whatever. But I... Look. You got silver, you got gold, you got collectible cars, gasoline cars, collectible art, diamonds, emeralds, pearls. You got cryptocurrency. Invest in your private education. Set up your private estate and start a business. I don't care if you spend four hours a week on your business. I don't care if you just operate it on the weekends. I don't care if you work 40, 60, 80 hours a week. You can find two hours a week that you can focus on not only just establishing, growing your own business, your own family business. Everything adds up. Little steps add up to large distances being traversed one step at a time how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time how do you finish a test with a hundred questions one question at a time you answer the first question number one move on to number two number three move on to number four and it's it's what we do consistently over time that makes or breaks us makes or breaks our finances makes or breaks our relationships makes or breaks our businesses makes or breaks our families it's what we do consistently over time hands down hands down the wealth transfer is here y'all right now there's a saying that if you put a frog in hot water it'll jump out but if you put a frog in cold water and slowly heat it up, it'll sit there until it boils to death. We are the frogs in the water that's being heated up right now. And just because it's heating up a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, we are not, most of us are not recognizing what's going on. 
And these fools will say, oh, inflation is transitory. We're not going to raise interest rates. Do not believe any of it at all. I got another saying for you. Trust, but verify. Do the research in previous uh, uh, governments, previous currencies. See what what happened. See what was said and see how it went down. There was no fiat currency in the history of the world that has lasted as long as the United States currency, the Federal Reserve note. Which means, here we come. We got the stock market correcting. They want to say, oh, it's because the jobs numbers. Okay, whatever. Whatever. Oh, it's because the transitory inflation. Whatever. Whatever. Oh, the, the prices of consumer goods are increasing because um, people are buying more because the panorama's over. Whatever. Don't believe it. Or trust it but verify. Make sure. Do your own research. And these days it's difficult to do research. That's why I do current events every single show because there's a lot of news. There's a lot of stories. There's a lot of a bunch of stuff being spoken on. And I make it my duty to bring to y'all, the audience of the foundation, the news that matters, that I know matters. It tells a story. And on top of that, news reports is how sovereign nations communicate with each other, how they talk to each other, how they make statements to each other. They do it through media, whether it's state-controlled media outlets or, quote, allegedly non-state-controlled media outlets so I I challenge you to look at the history of the price of gold from 1913 until 2021 and see if you're not convinced I challenge you to look at the history of silver of the price of silver from 1913 to 2021 and see if you're not convinced I challenge you and see if I'm lying in 1964, the minimum wage was a dollar twenty-five. In '64, five quarters obviously was a dollar twenty-five, but the, the 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 money had silver in it. Five quarters, five 1964 quarters, they were ninety percent silver. Today, in 2021, give or take, five ninety percent silver quarters have a melt value of $23.34. I'm going to say it again. In 1964, the minimum wage was $1.25 or 590% silver quarters. Today, 590% silver quarters have a melt value. Melt not a sale value. Can you get more if you just straight sell them? But taking them to a refiner and getting the melt value of around $23.34, I'm going to say it's closer to $25 now. Tell me that's not inflation. Tell me that's not the devaluation of the currency. People don't understand the minimum wage being like, man, look, you know what you could do with a dollar twenty-five in, in real money? The equivalent of a dollar twenty-five from nineteen sixty-four in twenty twenty-one is over twenty-five dollars, man. 
25, my bad, 25 fiat currency notes. 90% silver. Do your research. Because it's happening now. So the time is now to prepare yourself. The time is now to, to do your dance. And, you know, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to put fear in your heart or anxiety in your mind. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to let you know. It's like it's just like me. You walking down the street. I'm like, hey, there's that, that puddle right there, there's, it's a deep hole. Don't step in it. What you going to do? You're going to be like, oh, man, whatever, man. I ain't trying to hear you. And you step in the puddle. Or you're going to be like, oh, thanks. And just walk around it. That's what I'm just trying to make y'all walk around this thing. That's all. Trying to get y'all to realize that, hey, there's got to be some sort of re-evaluated route or route that must be taken in order to get to the other side of this with your 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 health, whether it's mental, physical, nutritional, family, and your wealth on the other side. So I trust that y'all learned something, you know, with this episode of the foundation, top three ways to participate in the current wealth transfer. I will go to the phone lines. You know, I'm going to take a couple calls and then I'm about to schizate. I'm about to go midget. I'm about to get little after this because I'm in a good mood. If you cannot tell or ascertain but, you know, it's, it's just a pleasure for me to bring this information to y'all because, you know, hey, who I don't, I don't know very many people that's talking like this. And, I, you know, I truly have nothing to gain by you grabbing silver. I have nothing to gain by you, um, you know, grabbing, you know, keeping your hands on maybe collectible cars, collectible art, you know, maybe thinking about your gasoline cars a little different. I have nothing to gain by you grabbing cryptocurrency. It's all for you. Now, obviously, you get into trustee training. Yeah, okay, cool. You know, workmen is worthy of a hire. But if you really want, I can get you in contact with my mentor and see how much he charges. Because it's it's crazy. You know, here at the foundation, we, we reestablish the foundational understanding of doing business in the United States. How to do business with what structures and, you know, what wealth is what value is I'm trying to kick the real because we've been miseducated by public schools that were set up by you know the Carnegie's and Rockefeller's you know for the benefit of their family businesses and enterprises and do your own research but you know let me hit these phone lines y'all I appreciate y'all checking out the show you know what I'm saying you know what I mean Blah blah. So let me hit the first caller. We got 602 9705, area code 602 9705. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, what's happening? So, Zauber, Phoenix. Peace, fam. How you doing? What's going on? Zauber, Phoenix. How you doing over there? Can you hear me? I'm doing gr- yeah, I'm doing great. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. Yeah, we out here work. We had this truck stop, brother. 
grinding. Uh, I'm not ready to jump on right now, man, but I heard you right now, the corner of my ear. We're trying to listen to you, Sid. <laughs> um, you go ahead and meet me out, man. Uh, just want to say peace to, peace to the gods um, and my creator, as I call it right now, one of, one of the reasons why we call we call out, shout out, peace of the gods, all you, everyone listen here. You know, you guys in my mind, once again, all I could ever do, at the very least, is from the, from the bottom of my heart, um, give y'all some sort of motivation, because as a, a god is something we've known and been taught to create um, and destroy or give and take, um, create, make life, or take life if needed. So all y'all need to remember that you have a godship, uh, a creatorship inside of you, so... Much love. We got to get back to what we do, man. I appreciate you again for uh, chiming in, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Oh yeah, definitely. I appreciate you calling in, man. Do your dance. Do yeah, your man. Dance. You know, do your work. Have a good one. Be safe, man. Peace. Okay, uh, next caller. Next caller. We got four eight four. 0472 once again 4840472 peace what is your name or are you calling Frizzam peace good brother you know what it is man you know who it is Dang. all I'm gonna say is a pineapple revolution no 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 coconut revolution I advise everyone on the joint to go and listen to that it's on YouTube Google YouTube it it's called the coconut revolution it explains about this gas thing. You don't gotta be worried about it not being gas. So I'm gonna say. You have a great night of purpose, good brother. Okay, okay. Coconut Revolution. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Peace to the gods. My man said Google Coconut Revolution. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna write it. Hold on, let me write it down. Cause you know, I'm new. I'm new to that. I love learning. Coconut Revolution. Sean, got it. I got it. I got it. Next caller, nine eight zero eight nine five nine. This might be the last one, y'all. Nine eight zero eight nine five nine. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Nine eight zero eighty nine fifty nine. Yo, peace. You know who it is. Hey, peace, fam. What's, What's going, going on, on, bro? Man, I'm Nothing, man. Uh, just to uh, <laughs> just to add on to that uh, coconut revolution. Yeah, man, that's a tough one. Now, I I got another name for it. It's called niggas can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna write but, that down uh, too. <laughs> niggas can do anything. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it. Coconut revolution, aka niggas can do anything. But uh. Look, my question was, um, you mentioned the melt value of the silver, and I was wanting to know, is there a difference between the melt value and the intrinsic value? Are they one in the same, or is one higher than the other? Um, typically, with the with the melt value, um, that's typically what is given for what is known as junk silver or constitutional silver. But okay, right now you're gonna get a higher uh, payment or higher price for constitutional silver right now because of the premiums and the price of silver is increasing. It has been increasing pretty much all year, and it's you know gone sideways here and there. 
but you know, hey, um, it's um, it's it's increasing. It's definitely increasing. That's why I corrected was like, you know, probably it's over twenty five dollars right now. But if you go into a a local coin shop or something like that with constitutional silver pre nineteen sixty four silver uh, coins, yeah, they typ- they typically you know um, pay minimum. They're gonna pay you melt value minimum. Okay. So the intrinsic value right now, of course, is going to be a little higher than the melt value. I would not ever, first of all, I would not sell silver right now. And second of all, I would not sell any constitutional silver or so-called junk silver for the melt value. I wouldn't do it. I'd move around. I'd call someone else. But, um, yeah, that's typically what they what they have been generally offering for constitutional silver or, you know, Currency coins with silver um, in the the coins themselves, but I you know yeah because constitutional silver is probably like what's the price on it right now running? I mean what I think today, man I'm trying to think okay I think I think I got seventy cents <laughs> seventy cents because I, I grabbed some today I got seventy cents two quarters and two nickels I think I paid like sixteen bucks man. 16 something almost 17 dollars man for 70 cents man wow so, yeah i'm not it's, it's it's not a game it's not a game at all so anyone who has any of that stuff i know some people you know actually i know a trustee that he was his business was he invests in i don't know if he's still doing it but he invests in um those storage units when people don't pay you know he'll he'll go and, and, and grab one buy one and he went bought one and found a bunch of constitutional silver in there I mean I'm talking like at least $5,000 worth of it and wow. made, made made a killing it's probably like you know an older gentleman or something that passed away and didn't pay it you know didn't pay the storage so they auctioned them off kind of like I think there's a show called Storage Wars where they do that my man found a lot. He found a lot of that stuff, and and came up. And then I, you know, I know I see people uh, do metal metal detects and stuff. Metal detectors be finding finding that stuff. It's all over, but it's becoming more and more scarce. You know, a couple few years ago, you could go to the bank and buy change, like the half dollars and the dollar coins and the half dollar coins, and go through the rolls. And a lot of people would find. You know, constitutional silver in those rolls, and then they would re-roll it up and go cash the money back in, and, and come up. But you know, that's you know, I had a guy who did that that I know personally, locally, and he told me, you know, the last five or six times he did it, he didn't find nothing, so he stopped doing it. But you know, it's becoming more and more scarce. But you know, at certain local coin shops and stuff, they selling it, and if you have any, hold on to it, and, and get more. That's what I recommend. Cool man. Well, I I yield, man. Uh, I holler at you in the private. Oh yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you calling in, man. Thanks for the question. All right. Okay, peace, peace man. All right, y'all. Yup. Yeah. Let me. Uh, I know. I know. There's there's a couple more, y'all. But I'm sorry. I'm gonna wrap this up. I um. I trust that y'all learned something from this show. You know. 
you know, the top three ways to participate in the current wealth transfer. Yeah. I think this is information that is necessary. I think it's it's important. And if you if you do nothing at all, silver is still affordable right now. It's still affordable. I was looking on, you know, the the precious metals websites like Atmex and stuff like that. I mean, they selling an ounce silver coin, American Eagle, for like forty one dollars. But you can go to local coin shops and stuff like that and get a you know an American Eagle silver coin, which is an ounce of silver. It's a Troy ounce of silver. It's thirty one point one grams of pure silver, which is a Troy ounce. And man, uh, you can get them for thirty eight, thirty six, you know, thirty five dollars. And then silver rounds, which you know are just random rounds. They're not printed by a mint or government mint. They're printed by a private company. You can get them for like thirty dollars, thirty one dollars, thirty two dollars, thirty three dollars. You know, so I mean, that's why I say you know take forty bucks, fifty bucks every week, every two weeks, every month. Just go get some silver, and do it over time. And, you know, if silver gets to over $50 an ounce, you can still get a half ounce, you can get a quarter ounce. There's a lot of fractional silver. You know, there's different um, bars. You know, I got my hands on a 10-gram bar before. You know, there's different fractions of silver that's available. But if, if, if none of this other stuff made sense, the crypto didn't make sense, the collectible cars, the collectible art, you know, none of this made sense, I would just grab silver and invest in your private education. You know, and if you have any questions, you want to connect with me, email me, admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. You know, it, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to serve. I'm, I'm here to help. Definitely. Absolutely. That's that's, you know, I made it my life mission to, you know, educate, educate people on on these these things, these nuances from wealth preservation to control nothing on everything, because it's cool to say it. You sound cool. You say, yeah, yeah, oh, nothing, control everything. It sounds cool. But what makes it relevant is actually doing it, actually participating, actually carrying out, executing the cool saying of own nothing, control everything. And the only way you're going to do that is setting up your private estate, private contractual entities, and titling assets and generating income through these specific entities. So, you know, if you do nothing, you know, grab silver, and invest in your private education. And email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. You can go to welcometothefoundation.com, book a consultation. You know, consultations are they're still $55 for an hour, and we typically go over. You know, I don't, I don't be tripping. You know, I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's a steal of a deal. And, you know, if you want access to the Discord server, if you want access to... Clubhouse, if you need, you know, an invite or something, email the secretary of the foundation at secretary at welcome to the foundation.com. She'll take care of you. And, you know, be on the lookout. Go to welcome to the foundation.com. Sign up for the email list. We're about to give away some silver for the free, not for the fee. You know, I want to add to your real money of your private estate or, you know, help you. We can begin it. You can be your first. If this is your first silver that you ever receive, you get from the foundation maybe that's the start that's where you start you know and you know i appreciate y'all checking out the show you know i appreciate the ogs i appreciate everyone who called in and i appreciate you know y'all that added to the show you know hit one brought you in and i know there's other callers but you know i'm out of here y'all y'all know sometimes i just i just dash i dash around i move move and shake 
So with that being said, you know, I don't don't be don't be scared. Just be prepared. Prepare yourself. You know, pay attention. Kind of look through the fog and through, you know, all the the craziness that's going on, all the distractions and understand what's really happening. And that way you can make informed decisions. You know, um, fear is just a product of lack of knowledge. So acquire the knowledge that you need to diminish the fear so that you can make the proper moves and adjustments necessary that you can get through this wealth transfer on the up and up because it is happening. It's just going to continue to accelerate. Mark my words. So with that being said, I trust that you learned something from this episode of the Foundation. Top three ways to participate in the current wealth transfer. My name is Sot L, Seeker of Truth L, Speaker of Truth L. And as always, it has been a pleasure. Make sure you check out WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. You got the education tab. You got the free PDF. Sign up for the email list. You know all that. If you need access to the Discord server, want to invite for Clubhouse because we're on every Tuesday. Email the secretary, secretary at welcometothefoundation.com. And, uh, you know, until next week, same time, same network, high frequency radio network. I trust that y'all will enjoy yourselves. I trust that y'all will take care of yourselves. I trust that y'all will inform yourselves. You know, I want y'all to say 10 things that you are thankful for before you go to sleep tonight. And every night it is important. And I will catch y'all next week. The same spot here on the foundation. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Take care of yourself. And peace to the gods. High Frequency Radio.